cold pizza like Tuesday. Tuesday. I got food up in the fridge. Y'all keep looking for that new way. Welcome to ADHD Pizza, everybody. I'm Sam. This is Riley, and he I just like called me old. <laughs> Why'd you clap? We aren't even oh. recording the video. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have it. Oh, yeah, well, internet problems, you know. It's I fun. thought I got it fixed with the router. It worked for two days. No. It worked for two days, and then I went to play Warzone on Sunday, and it died completely. Oh, no. Yeah, and it didn't just die a little bit. Like, it was resetting every, like, 20 seconds. It was worse. And then they're supposed to be out Thursday, but no one's going to fucking be there. I don't... It's really frustrating. But, yeah, so this is ADHD Pizza, and we don't have a topic. Actually, we do, but it was improvised. Well, it's... Yeah, but you think about it this way. We've been talking to you guys for... This is what? Episode, what? 12, I think. I think it was 11. 11 or 12, yeah. Uh, Devils or the Jersey Devils nine, yeah. Last week was ten. Why didn't you just say conspiracy theories? Because I because I watched the podcast and that was the Jersey Devils the first thing. Oh, next okay. To nine. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, this should be eleven. Eleven or twelve. Eleven or twelve, somewhere around there. We're yeah. starting. To, we're losing track already. Yeah. Well, we're not consistent because internet is not fun. No, it's not. It's really not fun at all. I'm having a great time. I finished the Bad Batch. Nice, nice. Uh, that was pretty good. I also finished Rogue One. Um, I, man, you know what? So everyone's been telling me to watch like Loki and WandaVision. Loki is so good. And all those, uh, all those Marvel shows. Yeah. I'm just not in a Marvel mood. I can't bring myself to watch it right now. I don't. I don't know why. I think I just like after it wasn't. You know, I think a lot of people felt that burnout after Endgame, far- Endgame came out, right? Because the movies had been coming out for 10 years pretty consistently, and now it's even more stuff. So I feel like everybody felt that burnout then. Um, I didn't feel it until Far From Home came out, and I really liked Far From Home. I thought it was really I've good. I've to watch it. Oh, dude. It I is know, very good. I know. It's supposed to be super good. Well, you know me and Spider-Man. I know. You guys have I'm literally wearing a Spider-Man shirt right now. Yeah, well, you have a Spider-Man shirt on you at all times. Oh, that's true. I do have a tattoo. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, after Far From Home was like, I think I'm I think I'm done for a little bit. The only thing of MCU that still gets me excited is Spider-Man stuff. On the other hand, though, I've been on a huge Star Wars kick. After yeah. we after we did the podcast episode about Star Wars, like you're on a super big kick from it. Yeah, I finished uh Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. I finished uh Republic Commando. I finished Fallen Order. Ooh, like that breeze feels good coming through that one. Yeah, it really does. It was warm in here. It was. It wasn't like warm. It was like toasty. Anyway, um, I finished. I watched Bad Batch. I watched Rogue One. I'm starting to watch the Clone Wars again. <clears throat> I'm concerned. I'm very concerned about what you're doing right now. I was getting ready to get some more water. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just in a like real big Star Wars kick right now. I actually. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Uh, you said I was worried, so I had to make it awkward. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see you. Um, stop. <laughs> Cease your activity right now, sir. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, besides like D&D stuff right now, 
um, Star Wars is like my biggest kick. I want to run a Star Wars campaign, Ooh. but I need to figure out if anybody has adapted 5e into Star Wars there's stuff. There's gotta be. Somebody has to have done it, right? There's gotta be like a homebrew campaign. So there's that. one that's based on Knights of the Old Republic, but that one's made by 3.5. And while that's fine, 3.5 is incredibly complicated, and there's no one in our group that would be willing to put in the time to figure out um, D&D 3.5. So, like, there's so much. Especially 3.5. So... 3.5 is called Pathfinder, and it's I think it's technically an unofficial D&D thing, but they basically took 3rd edition and, like, juiced it up to crazy amounts. And that's what most video games that base themselves on D&D base themselves off of 3.5. Because it's a very complicated system, it works better for video games, so you can do a lot more with your character. I gotcha. I gotcha. So anyway, that's not really what we're talking about, but that's just... Yeah, yeah. So the topic tonight is more of a... Uh, We're on a first date. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Riley are on our first date. You've been hearing us for this long and figuring about time you really got to know us. So the other night I came across... As if they one. haven't already just by listening. True, true. But these are more like icebreaker questions. Yeah. So I came across this uh, thing on iFunny where it said, uh, this is 200 questions to get to know somebody. Did you mean Russian spyware? iFunny is not. Oh, Caleb says it is. Yeah. Well, there it's was the, a. It's the only Russian. There was a conspiracy. There was a conspiracy going around. This has been years and years and years, but the conspiracy was that iFunny um, was a Russian spyware, which I don't understand because I feel like if something has a subpar UI, then most of the time they say that it's spyware of some kind, right? Like, the UI for TikTok sucks. And people say it's Chinese spyware. And I'm not completely convinced it isn't. But, it like, I don't know. It just seems like whenever something doesn't have, like... Like, there, if, if you look at UI in video games and apps and all sorts of stuff, UI is... Um, user uh, interface. User, thank you. User interface. So, like, the buttons that you press and what they look like and where they're located and all that kind of stuff is UI. So, your operating system has a UI. So if you use like Mac, that's your Mac UI that you see everything you click on, all the buttons, the desktop, everything. That's a UI. Um, and so anything that has like different countries have different designs for UI. So I use Opera web browser on my computer and it's a Norwegian. So it has a different style of UI, right? Anyway, here I am ranting about UI. But yeah, People said that iFunny was Russian spyware. Russian spyware because it has shitty UI. It does. It, it does suck. It does, but it's, it's got great content. Right, right. And that's all that matters. All right, first question. All right, so from the list, and this list, I think we need to point out how fucking long this list <laughs> is. The picture, you have to scroll. I, like, I had to take my fingers and scroll it in like three times to even be able to read it. Even so, though it's still got 30 questions within it. Right, yeah, I got like 20 questions, something right here. 20 questions. You ever remember... Did you play 20 questions? Oh, yeah. I played a couple times. All the time. Ooh, did it was you, a constant okay. thing for us. Did you play 20 questions on the ball? No. Like the little game? No. You know what I'm talking about, though? Right? I, I've seen them before, but we no, got, we we played it. It was at, like, Darlington Warehouse, and, every, like, the four of us got the little 20-question ball. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. 
Nice. Yeah. The, yeah. The, we never. We were too poor for that. It was like five dollars at. Too poor. Whenever I didn't have something as a kid, I just blame it on being poor. Spare change. <laughs> Spare change. For, why do you think I got a? Uh, why do you think I got a paper out when I was like thirteen? Fair enough. Fair enough. Like that was my spending money, and you know where I went with it. There's like this overstock place, like a place that bought all the overstock pallets from like CVS and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd spend it all there. <laughs> like that most at? of, uh, it's not there anymore. It's like where Carnivore Carnivore Fitness is in Columbia City now. Mm. It used to be in there, the Limburg Building, I believe, is what that's called. Gotcha. It's like a cheese. Anyway, so our first question today. It's cheesy. It it is cheesy. If you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with the extra time? I don't know. What would you do, Riley? <laughs> Riley, <laughs> you cannot do that to me. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, read the question. You answer the question. I'd probably, uh, I would probably get a lot more of my bills and like budgeting down and like maybe work out more since I already do enough shit during the day. Yeah, yeah. Riley's literally always busy. He never stops moving. Like I scheduled this tonight at seven, and I didn't get home till like seven o five. And then we are starting the podcast at eight thirty. Eight fifteen. Eight fifteen. Yeah. So we're ten minutes in. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So we started at like eight. Yeah. But yeah. Um no, you're busy like all the time. So like catching up on that normal stuff is probably pretty well, hard I'll for you. I'll show you what I did tonight. I was working well, the reason I was late is because I had to go get gas for the truck. Mm-hmm. And I went to the Circle K and the company card wouldn't work at Circle K. Why? Because all their card readers are bullshit. They won't take my normal card. Oh, that's weird. So I had to go down I had to after I got out of the truck, turned it off, got ready to, and then I had to fucking close the cap, gas cap, close the other thing, drive all the way down to fucking Kroger, do it all again, and take five years trying to, dude, Kroger's fill stations take forever. Forever. No, I know. I actually had, weirdly enough, I had a similar situation on Saturday. Um, I went to... You're still the first one. No, 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 before I got here. This was when I was going to the uh, Johnny Appleseed because I was meeting Jeff beforehand. Um, So I needed to put air in my tire. And so I went to the Lassus. um, Which one? There's a lot there. I mean in Columbia City. Oh, okay. So I went to the Lassus in Columbia City to fill my air, right? And I saw that the machine said five on it. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Maybe somebody already put like a bunch of money in it or something. Or I didn't know what the five meant. So I started putting coins in, right? Like it said $1.25 for air. So I started putting my quarters in and it went down to three seventy five. And I was like, motherfucker, there's no way I'm paying $5 for air. And so I'd already put my money in. And so I'm trying to figure out how to get this machine to work. Couldn't get it to work. So I ended up going to the one over by Kroger <laughs> and paying another $1.25 to actually get the air done. Jeez. That was a pain in the butt. Saturday was also incredibly hot, especially since, like... Dude, it really... Saturday and Sunday were stupid hot. Yeah, for no reason. Like, almost 90 degrees here with humidity. Yeah, it was nuts. I don't know why it got that bad. Anyway, back to the question. Man, we are... I'm oh. bad today. Yeah, it's okay. Um, stop. <laughs> cease. Sam. If I didn't have to sleep, what would I do with the extra time? Um... I would do Caleb. Yes, you would. I would do. I mean, I would do it's Caleb. Caleb. Okay. It's Caleb. I mean, fair enough. I, mean, I Groot, suppose. Groot's my lover. 
Okay, Caleb was our friend that was on the other uh, week, and Groot is his dog. <laughs> it doesn't make me sound any better. But uh, the first time I met Actually, him, it makes you sound actively worse. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, the, long story short, for those listening, my friend's dog, when I first got over there and when he first got it, was obsessed with me. We were playing like card games because we hang out every weekend. And, uh, oh, rip. It ran out. Rip. Sam's vape ran out. Uh, that's the only one I have with. No, I have I have extras in my bag. We're good. No, it's all good. We're good. Okay. Anyways, Groot's, Groot's in love with me. So, that's a long story short. Yes. Well, he was also very, like, new to the situation. Like, I think he had just got Groot when that happened. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um... What would I do with the extra time? Um, I would... Play Warzone. You know, I really wouldn't. Um, I think if I didn't have to sleep... I would already really don't sleep that much, so it would really only get me an extra, like, six or seven hours. I guess that's pretty decent. Um, that's more than me. Yeah, well, it's less than you should. Um, but I would probably use it to actually get, like, real cleaning done. On a weekday, um, I would probably do on that a, on a weeknight. I don't. I no week weekday weekend on a weekend. Man, my brain is all over the place. On a weekend, um, I don't think I'd really do anything that different. But on a weekday, I definitely use it to like be more productive because I usually like to try to keep that momentum if I can. Because let me tell you, this current job that I have right now, I am dead beat tired when I get home. Like, there's very little that I can do mm-hmm. when I get home. Like, I am just beat. Yeah. Um, That's a physically demanding job. It is a very physically demanding job. I'm lifting, like, anywhere between 20 to 80 pound heads all day. No, nah, they go even higher than that. Like, the other ones, we don't lift. You know, yeah. at 80 pounds, we pretty much put on a, on a winch. Yep. Yeah, they've got like half ton, full ton ones all across mm. the entire place. Oh yeah, you've been there. Yeah, they they redid my engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they they uh, cleaned it. So Sam works at CMP, uh, machining for like car engines and mm-hmm. truck and tractor engines, all kind of motors. He's in the head department, and Caleb actually worked on my head. That sounds wrong. On Ooh, the on the Caleb on the, worked on, on the, your head all right. On my truck's engine head. Which one? The 08 out there or your old one? No, the old one. Oh, okay. I figured. And then I had the block like uh, blasted and shit. And yeah. Sandblasting is a lot of fun. And apparently Jeff was telling me that everyone's like. No, they glass blasted mine. Yeah. Sandblasting. It's with little glass beads. Yeah. That's different from sand though. They used actual sand for yours? No, no, no. They used glass for mine. But I'm saying they do sandblasting like. Like uh, Jake's got sandblasting. Oh, okay. And then there's bead blasting, which is what they did, what you guys do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they were, Jeff was saying that everyone says how fast I am at it because usually they have like a whole bunch lined up mm-hmm. of stuff and I can get that, I can knock that out. So like, I can, I think the fastest I've ever done it is I got like five cans of valves and like four heads like finished in less than two hours, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Just how quickly, um, cause like all I think of is like those power washing videos. <laughs> like that's how I judge my, how well I'm doing it. Like, 
Yeah. How satisfying it <laughs> How is. How satisfying it is. And then you just like, like whoop, 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 it's done. Do another one. Another one. <laughs> another one. Another one. They make me go to the hot tank every day to start. And by like nine o'clock, nine thirty, I am just up to my arms in oil. <laughs> it's fantastic. I leave there like a different What's shape. What's the hot tank? Um, it's some sort of like chemical mix for cast iron. It, it uh, like cleaning. It. Well, it doesn't. It does clean it somewhat because it's very hot, but it is more for like making sure that every bit of oil is off of it. Mm-hmm. before you do anything else with it so it like removes all the oil and then it's an acid that eats the oil right and then we have to wash that off completely and then most of the time those are going to go in the pressure wash for anything else so like mm-hmm. um if there's like carbon buildup or anything that's what the pressure wash is for and then there's a different chemical which is will eat your arms if you do- touch it if you put too much on there and you leave your arm in there it will eat your arm um, for the aluminum heads, for getting the oil off and stuff. I gotcha. That stuff's expensive, and that's the cold tank. Gotcha. So I spend about half my day in there. You see? Yes. What's the next question? <laughs> <sighs> Seventeen minutes in. Yep. <laughs> What's your favorite piece of clothing you owned or have owned? Sweatshirts. But which one? Remember, it's an audio podcast. Oh, Paint me a word picture. I'm, it's Paint me a word picture. My favorite one. I'm going to say the last year or so, I got a really, really nice like quarter zip mm. one from Shamball that's like dark gray. Mm-hmm. And it's got a white S&S okay. uh, refrigeration oh, underneath okay. it. Sure. And it had... Uh, that was embroidered, mm-hmm. not just like stamped and pressed on. Your grandma did that for you. No, 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 no. Shamble paid to get it embroidered. It, it was, was like a joke. A, it was a Christmas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> My grandma's dead. It's not a funny joke. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that. My oh, other shit. grandma fishes. The one that did sewing died. <laughs> oh, no. That was two years ago. That was okay. rest was, in peace, Nana B. It was Anyways, an insensitive joke. I'm sorry. I know you're fine. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. Trying to make you feel bad. You're welcome. I, I feel Mission bad anyway. It's it it's not that big. <laughs> I feel, it's anyway. Not, it's not that deep. You're not that guy, pal. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Oof. So uh yeah, so it's like a dark gray, and then it had a really it's just nice they they accidentally gave me a three X and I'm a two X. Mm-hmm. So it was like extra roomy and it felt big and comfy and warm. And it felt uh, like you were being cradled. But the inside of the big pocket has a spot for your smartphone to sit Ooh. in there, so it doesn't just slosh around. That's pretty nice, actually. And it had a nice hood with drawstrings on it, and it's okay. Okay. Um, what about you? So I don't know if they're my favorite, but I've definitely had them the longest, so they've definitely got the most mileage out of any of my clothes. Yeah. Um, the shirt I'm wearing right now, actually, is a just like generic hustle. No, 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 not this one. The one underneath. Oh, oh. The Spider-Man one. You've oh. seen me wear it, like, fucking All everywhere. All the time. Yeah. All the time. I've had this shirt since freshman year. So it is... Fair enough. It is nine years old, and it has, like, one tiny little bleach spot and one tiny little hole, and they've, had, they've been there for, like, five years. So it's it's been 
for a ten dollar shirt at Walmart, I'm pretty impressed to be honest. Um, that's, a, that's a pretty good deal. I actually make a point not to buy clothes at Walmart at this point in my life. Why? Um, because I'm bougie. Not really. I mean, I just like Walmart sells so generic stuff, and super cheap stuff. Yeah, for guys especially, you know, like you can buy work clothes that have no designs there, or you can buy T-shirts. And that's about it. I, I guess, like, if I'm buying something cheap, so if I need, like, gym shorts or something like that, like, I'll buy them at Walmart. That's fine. But, like, whenever I'm like going... whatever if I'm going to go out and I'm going to get a nice dress shirt, I'm not going to go to Walmart. Right. Even if I'm buying, like, casual clothes, like, I don't wear T-shirts very often. And if True. I do, they're most of the time either a solid color or have some sort of design, right? So, I don't know. I, I just... The stuff that they sell at Walmart just doesn't detail anybody that cares about what they wear so and i i at least care a little bit so i don't really shop there too often um the other thing i have to say is a uh jacket that started my addiction to burlington um the first time i ever went there i think i spent like 90 dollars my first time there and i got a lot of clothes and it kind of started like it, it really started this whole like not buying stuff at like major retailers and actually caring what the design that I wear and um, the brand. I don't really care about brand. I just care about look, right? Like it has to like match or like I wear a lot of colors too. Like I wear pink and teal and all sorts of stuff like that all mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, Burlington gives you a lot more options through that. And usually it is like a cheap knockoff of a, of a designer brand, which is fine for me. I don't really care that much and it's cheap. So I've had this Zoo York jacket for like eight years or oh, something gotcha. like that. I've had it forever. It's blue. It has a Zoo York logo on it. And um, it's it's definitely starting to show its age. It's got those little like, you know, when they get really old, it's got those little like balls of fuzz on them. Mm -hmm. So I don't really wear it out so much anymore. Um, but when I'm just like at home, yeah, I always have that jacket nearby, even though my room is always super hot. Because the air conditioning doesn't work in there. Yeah. So. Next yeah. question. What hobby would you get into if time and money weren't an issue? I think I asked this the other day, didn't we? Did we? Maybe not. Maybe I asked somebody else that. I don't know. Um, no, I think I was talking to Mara about this stuff. Oh, okay. I was going through it. And I think it was like the last question I asked before I passed out. Ooh. Oh, man. Haha, <laughs> share the yawn. I know, but I got like full, like extra full. All that, all that shrimp and pasta. That's just a nap waiting to happen. It's it's a poop about to come. I'm going to come. <laughs> no, we're not bringing that back up. We're not doing okay, it. Okay, okay. Sorry. I apologize. Do not come. I'm going to come. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> the cheering in that video is just choice. <laughs> no. Anyway. Anyways, um, if, if time and money were not a constraint, I would definitely get into professional sailing. Oh, really? Like, like pros. Oh, okay. Okay. Like I would, I would. Go, I imagine that's probably pretty expensive. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. If I, if I was gonna go pros, I'd be on like a hundred foot to a hundred and twenty foot long mm. sailboat I see with you. a crew of like ten guys. Sure. Um, something like that, like, what's that, 
your sailboat? Like, how, what's that cost? What my sailboat? The one yeah. I got? Like brand new. If I bought like a twenty twenty two, it'd probably be. I looked at it the other day. It's like between twenty five and thirty grand. Jesus. But that's from the seventies. Oh, okay. So it's an old. And I got it for free because someone found it in a garage sale for like two hundred bucks. Okay. Okay. For my grandpa, like 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, well, it, like that boat was like completely black and covered in mold. Really? When we first got it. So you've like. He took it and power washed it down and started using it. And then when he moved down to Florida about 10 years ago, eight, eight or 10 years ago, um, he couldn't take it with him because they weren't on the beach and didn't want to pay for a spot to put it in. Oh, right. So um, he left it to me. Mm-hmm. And so I've had it since. Wow. That makes sense. Um, I, I, was, I, th- I guess I kind of thought it was like biking. Where you can get a bike for a pretty decent price, but once oh, you start, you, putting, you can get into those pretty decent price, but not brand new. Right. Oh, okay. I see you. You can get into like they sell like older ones from like the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. A thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. Well, that's not too bad, I guess. It's not terrible. So it's kind of like boats in general. It's just because you can general. get a you can get a speedboat for fifteen. Fifteen grand, fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred, two thousand. Mm-hmm. But it's like from the nineties. Oh, that boat's from the nineties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but with like biking, once as soon as you start getting into any sort of performance, um, it starts going up to it, five, it jumps ten thousand dollars. Dude, you know there's bicycles out there that are like ten, fifteen thousand dollars, and that's without any of the like mods or anything. That's yeah, just like just performance crazy. parts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's the carbon fiber bodies. And yeah, like the, the super light ones. The super lightweight wheels and yep. tires. and. Yep, that shit's for, like, racing. Your seats are aerodynamic enough so that when your ass crack sits on it just the right way, you get just a little lift in the back so it's not so hard on the gr- You know what I mean? Is that a thing? Oh, no, I'm just fucking with you. I'm oh, just going okay. with I, I didn't... I wasn't... I was going to believe you. You could have said that that was a thing, and I would have believed it's you. totally... It probably oh is in the, my more, in, the su- in the super professional stuff. They probably aerodynamically design bikes so that uh, my. Uh, it dip- sounds like your dishwasher's peeing. It's because it is. Oh, okay. Fantastic. That's what's happening. Okay. It's a good sound. Anyways, to try and cover that up. Um, <laughs> You're not doing a good job. <laughs> I spaced out at the wrong time. Um, so, what was I talking about? <laughs> Uh, ass cracks and seats. Oh yes, exactly. So, um, I mean, they gotta design some of that shit. So, like, let's say you have some Olympian that's getting ready to go on a race, they'll design a specific bike, like oh, around like, that person's yeah, body, yeah, for yeah, it yeah, to yeah. Become, make them the most aerodynamic they can. Well, it's like a custom car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, there's less parts, but you know, I'm sure they can design that sort of thing to make you specifically more aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. What would I get into? What would you get into? Man, I don't know. I usually... See, the thing is, I would need, like, a waiting pool of money, essentially, because I get into hobbies all the time. Like, right now... but time and money's not not an issue. No, I know, but I don't really have anything in mind. What I'm saying is I don't really have anything in mind because I model my hobbies off of, like, what I can afford. Okay. So, like... I guess I would probably get into 
like my own pottery set, like my own studio for pottery and stuff. Honestly, if, if I'm I being perfectly like you, honest about it, I would make a warehouse where I could store all of my other hobbies. <laughs> I feel like you could start your own build guild. Oh, dude, I would. I want to go there so bad. It's not as great as everybody hypes it up to be. Is it really not? That's really not. It's literally just a basement underneath the recovery warehouse. The recovery. Oh, really? But I feel like there's not. You know, they just put a CNC machine in there, right? There's so much shit in there. There's not enough room. I don't know where they put it. I've never been. The ceilings are this tall. Seriously? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's just it's a clutter mess because nobody cleans up after themselves. That sounds about right. That I believe. So if you had a warehouse. And had open space for this stuff, that'd be perfect. Right. So there's a guy I follow on YouTube uh, that goes by Dank Pods. Yeah. And he does like uh, reviews of headphones and stuff. So he's like a real big audiophile. So he has like really, like a really nice collection of headphones and he does like reviews of stuff. Um, but he has a ton of hobbies and he bought a warehouse for all of those hobbies. So he's been a drummer for pretty much his whole life. So mm-hmm. he has all that stuff there. He has all his recording equipment and all that kind of stuff. But it's he also like collects. Shop, essentially. Yeah, but he also collects old cars. Oh. Like, but not good old cars, like shitty old cars and tries to get them to work. So kind of like the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, it is very much like the shop, except in Australia and bigger. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would want to get like a warehouse where I could have like one section that's for painting and one section that's for D and D stuff that I can actually put somewhere and don't Bro, have to like create made, a bag. Like a whole D and D room. That would be dope. Um, you know, the, um, library in Huntington has one. Like the, honestly, most, most, most game stores, D- do. game stores have one, but this one's really cool. Cause it's like, so the game shop in Huntington is the old post office building from, like, I think they built it in, like, 1870-something. That's cool. It's dope. So you walk in this place, and off to your left is, like, where the counter and stuff is normally, where yeah. people would, like, get in line to get their books and stuff. Um, and they have all the video games there. Yeah. And then they have the old-style library, like, um, like bookshelves and stuff. With the rolling ladder. They do have that, but it's up top. So the bottom is like really narrow and like the books, you know, you see the face of the books on one side and you see the backside of the book on the other side. So they're like, they're not two way like most libraries are now where, you know, they have a stack of books on one side and a stack of books on the other side. You can see both sides of the book if you went on either side of the aisle. Oh, so it's like super long, tall. Yeah, but it's super narrow. Like, there's only room for one person in there. But it's really cool. It's, like, it's like claustrophobic in a good way, if that makes sense. Um, and they have all their tabletop stuff there. And then up top, there's a top above that, is this giant mural that they have painted with, like, all sorts of characters from nerd stuff. Like, oh they've got, gosh. like, they've got, like, David, but it's Watto and Darth Maul. <laughs> Not David. What's the what's the painting where they have the outstretched arm? It's like Moses or something like that. It's, it's where it has the outstretched arm and then there's it's the Michael other Angelo. angelic person grabbing That's Michelangelo it. Sistine Chapel. Yes, the Sistine Chapel, but it's Watto and Darth Maul. That's where their fingertips meet. Yes, that one. That one, that one, that one. Oh, my gosh. And uh, so they, they have a normal game room where they have, like, their game nights and stuff. But mm-hmm. in their basement, 
they have like this D and D themed so room it's a dungeon. Yeah, it, dungeon. it feels like a dungeon when you go into it, and they have this big ass table, right? And the DM's chair is just this like throne, semi Game of Thrones esque like iron. I would I would love to make that's that's another hobby I would do make fantasy art for people. That would be so cool. Like like sculptures and make D and D tables and like a throne out of swords and shit like I'm, that. I'm getting to the point in like being able to do stuff where I could figure that sort of thing out. I have the design skills and, and actual hand skills to do that stuff. Right, right, but where's the I space? I just don't have the space. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem right now, I need now a too. warehouse now. We just need to get a warehouse. Maybe we should. Ju- maybe I should help the shop and we just keep it. No, it's not big enough. Yeah, that's true. There's, it's dirt floors. Yeah. I can't really weld in there. That's true. And I can barely fit my old truck in there. Yeah. I can't fit my new truck. If it was just me... I could probably fit all of my stuff in there, but yeah, probably, but I couldn't do any like blacksmithing in there, which I would also do. You could. Do you think you could? I have like a it's, pretty small forge. It's a three car sh- garage okay, with a fair whole upstairs. Fair enough. But it's also too messy to do any like real artwork. Over Plus it's in the days. middle of downtown and like they have noise complaints and shit like that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. They'd probably get on me about that. Uh, what would your perfect room look like? Okay, let's be a little bit more specific. What kind of room are we talking? Living room, den. Uh, you pick. Your bedroom. Do you have a perfect style? Depends on the room. Okay, so let's say living room. Living room. 14 foot tall vaulted ceilings with a balcony. Going into a den upstairs where you can play video games and stuff. Mm -hmm. But in the main living room, a huge hearth and fireplace going up Mm -hmm. with with a deer antler chandelier from the ceiling in the middle. This is such a strange combination of things to me just because... uh, No, you're a nerd, but also... I'm like an avid hunter and outdoorsman. uh, Yeah, exactly. But I would do, instead of a normal hearth, I would do... Oh, probably... I'd... Okay, so my family's from North Dakota and Wyoming and, and Montana, and they have a lot of petrified wood out there. Right. And my uncle made like seven trips in trailer loads full of petrified wood and made his whole wall and fireplace out of petrified wood. Really? That's pretty cool. He can only do one layer at a time because it's like straight up denser than concrete. Right, right, right. So I would, I would almost t- do that like style but I would cut the petrified wood to be like blocks and look like tiles instead of. Mm. I think around the base, the like the one foot up off or like the six inches above the ground, mm-hmm. I'd leave all that natural. Mm-hmm. But like the actual flat part, I would sm- make smooth mm-hmm. and polished. And then the walls going up, I would make polished. Okay. Or I might leave it jagged on the sides and then polished on the front. Sure, sure. So it that still has be... texture, but it's still got that modern smooth edge to it. Right, right. That would be pretty cool. But instead of like a, instead of like a trim of like stone, you know how like you have like a, like a like, on a regular like cobblestone, you have like a piece of like like concrete block going around as like mm-hmm. a trim. I do it out of copper. Oh, interesting. I do like a copper strip. How would you keep it from oxidizing? Is there ways to like surface it? Mm. 
I don't know if I would really mind that. That or I do like an iron strip like you do on chests. That would be pretty cool. I used to have like my ideal house like set up in my head. Oh, wait, wait. I got to finish the room. Oh, okay. All right, all right. And then that's on the one wall. And then this wall is facing out towards the mountain range with open, big open space. That's like super lo- big. Now you're choosing location. Well, you said I'm, perfect room. I'm Okay, I'm just giving you grief. Okay, hey, okay. Even if it wasn't in the middle of the woods, this, this is where I would have it. Um, Big open windows because I love nature. And the 14-foot ceiling so I could put a big-ass Christmas tree in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, a bookshelf. That goes up to the balcony with a spiral staircase going up to it. Off, oh, the, off the living okay. room. Yes, yes. And then the bookshelf wraps around to where the den starts. That would be pretty cool. I can kind of see that. I guess I've seen like Fireplace. I've seen like more modern houses that have somewhat of a similar look, but like okay. I don't know. Yours is more like designed. Okay, so like fireplace. If we're sitting right here in the middle of the living room, we have a couch. Or two couches, three couches, or whatever. Uh huh. Looking out that way towards the, towards the, whatever, the windows. Mm-hmm. But then again, I would also maybe have like a come out of the floor in entertainment center. So oh, watch. that would be cool. I was almost gonna say like if it was one of those because they have or those the, now. Or the floor drops down and that rises up. Or so the glass from the windows turns into the TV. Better they go opaque. That would be pretty like cool. Like a giant big one, so it turns like, it like, it like, it tints it white, so you can put a projector against it. That you would can't be. see it on the outside. Okay, okay. So kind of like one-sided glass. Yeah, like the backside of a mirror. I think we finished on mine. What was yours? So I used to have my whole, like, house listed out. Uh, when I was looking at houses, I had a really good idea of what I was going to go for, for all the, like, remodels and stuff. Yeah. I was going to have each room be a different, like, decade-themed, sort of. From like my favorite Ooh, design decades, bro. The seventies pit family room pits. Oh, we almost bought my family almost bought a house with the with a seventies like. You know what I'm talking pit, about? Yeah, like, I know exactly what you're talking a about. A social pit or whatever they called them. Yeah, the only reason we didn't buy that house is because there were dead rats under the jacuzzi. It's a jacuzzi though. No, it was in the house. Oh, it was like in inside, like it was a jacuzzi bathtub sort but, of deal. But you could always just pull them out, and you have a nice house. I don't know why we didn't do that. I really like that house. It had a tree house. Why did we not buy that house? It had a tree house. The worst trade deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really like 50s kitchens. Um, like black and white checkered yeah. floors, um, Coke fridge. I've yeah. always wanted a Coke fridge. Um, the only ones you can really find are the like the really little ones, but there are full-size ones out there. They're just really expensive. Um you know, like I want, I want the fridge where it's got like the handle in the front. You pull, oh, instead of instead of like the the handle, like just, like the really like, you're like talking really like like ice box level essentially. Yeah, um, one ten had one. That's where we kept like the extra water and stuff. Restaurant I used to work at, um, but like chrome plating on stuff. It, I mean, essentially like Denny's or Johnny Rockets or something like that. I just really like that vibe for a kitchen. Um. I wanted to have a 50s art, or is it 50s, or, I I don't remember. Anyway, like, Art Deco uh, dining room. So, you know, like, the really weird designs for, like, chairs and tables and stuff where it's not normal looking. 
Um, they're all just kind of like oblong and weird shapes and stuff. Yeah. Like it's like seventies. Is it? Are we talking seventies? Yeah, sixties so, and seventies. Yeah, so stuff like that. Um, and then the living room for sure. No, no questions asked. Like even even if I buy a house or get married or whatever. Like this is a this is a deal breaker. Yeah. Nineteen twenties living room. Elaborate. Um. So very like tannish colors. For as much as I like colors, I really like the aesthetics of the nineteen twenties. So like really. Thin curtains that let a lot of light through. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, you know, like a lot so of like those, those those great Gatsby vibes. Yeah, exactly. And I also wanted like a display of like all a bunch of old cameras, old like recording equipment, like old microphones and stuff. Like the original ones. Yeah, yeah. So and then like a record player, which I'd probably gut and turn into like a Bluetooth speaker system and stuff. But I thought that would be pretty cool. And then, like, kind of, like, I still want it to have, like, modern amenities, like a TV and all that. But kind of so like, I know it sounds like I'm essentially trying to do the same thing with my old truck. Have the old body, but put, like, newer electronics Sure. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I'm pretty up to date with stuff. Like, I'd hide my Hide the electronics so it looks right. rustic. The game room, without question, is a 1980s outrun theme. Outrun. Outrun's like, you ever see that gif of the car, like the Knight Rider car, like constantly going over like a road in a city that's very like pixelized, but it's like purples and orange. Like the green vector graphics. Yes, that's what Outrun is. There's also a music style that goes with it, but I I do really like that sort of thing. Like Tron. Like Tron. Is that the one where it's like a Sunseeker or whatever? I have no idea. The, the, I don't know the, that much the, about the, the little. No, no, no. The little uh, online video game where you're like a little spaceship, but it's all like vector graphics with pinks and blues. Oh, and greens. right. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Hotline Miami is probably the most famous um, outrun themed video game. I gotcha. So let me get the uh, let me get the old questions back up here. <laughs> Yo. After we had our fun little. Fun little break there for no reason. What? Hmm? Shut up. He Here. had to make a messy boom boom. <laughs> What's that from? I don't even remember. Oh, what is that? I don't even remember. I think it's Ben Stiller who says it though. Oh, Night at the Museum. Is it? Yeah, because he's talking to the monk, the little monkey. Oh, oh you yeah, a little right. boom boom and little no little no, you gotta little have a have a little diaper there, bud. I don't like being manhandled. Put because, me down <laughs> because you put because you pee on everything. I put a diaper on you. I love Night at the Museum. It is a pretty good movie. Uh, the first two of them are great. Also, Amy Adams is just a really good actor. Really good actor. So Sam loves her and has a crush shut on her. up. <laughs> Why do, you t- why do you say that like it's middle school? Well, uh, you got a crush on her. Like, she is a good actor. Yeah, I'm not giving you that, but I'm just, it's just fun to say. Okay. Am I wrong? If I, if I, if I admit to different people like that, you would, you would not be like, hmm. It's just a cringe way to say it, I suppose. Okay. How, how would you like me to say it? Wow, you sound like my therapist right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the same thing she asked me today. How would you like me to do that? How would you uh, like this to happen? How would I like you to say it? 
Would you rather me say you appreciate her acting skills and find her an attractive person at the same time? I don't know. Maybe I just don't want it to be brought up. Even though I made the joke. Anyways, are, are we anyways, having a therapy right now? Nope. Nope. <laughs> we, ooh, that'd be a cool thing. A therapy podcast. Um, Listen to someone go through their trauma and get over things together with people. So you can't, if you were a licensed therapist, you can't do that sort of thing, but there's people who have skirted around it. It's actually kind of interesting to watch. I, f- I find it crazy interesting for like how, to watch therapists, the, how they like process things. As long as I'm not prescribing anything and I'm just talking with you as a friend, what's wrong with that? Calling it. I don't th- In fact, I don't think there's any, any sort of problem for you because you're not a licensed psychologist. Like you're not. Yeah. Excuse me. So I'm outside the realm. You're, you're not like. You don't I'm have to getting, be adherent to HIPAA. As long know? as I, as long as I put out there in front, I'm not a licensed medical professional. Sure, I'm just a friend here right. talking things through. Sure, sure, sure. And then I'm safe. Yeah, you should be able to get away with that sort of thing. I don't know. It might be interesting. Jeez, dude, we are having issues. I love Mara's stew because it is amazing, but stew definitely gives me gas. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention like the 35 shrimps I. Had. You did eat a lot of shrimp. You did eat a lot I'm, of shrimp. I'm kind of a whore for seafood. Yeah, same. Uh, the the first time I ever had crab, I had, had like a full. You got crabs? Time. I got crabs, Mister Crabs. How do you like that, Mister Crabs? <laughs> How do, do you, you like feel it now? <laughs> Are you feeling it now, Mister Crabs? Um, the first time I ever had crab was in Louisville, um, and we had just ate, like literally just ate, and we needed like I think like two more hours before the boat ride started. We were like, what do you want to do? Let's go get crab. And so I was already stuffed. And, like, I loved it so much that my body had a reaction to it and made room. It was like, nope, this is good. We're going to have some of this. It was very, very good. I do love me some crab. Lobster is fantastic. Never had it. You ever had monkfish? Yes. It's like, they call it layman's lobster. You've cooked monkfish? Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen what a monkfish looks like? Yep. It's terrifying. Yep. They're the worst. Aren't they like the blobs? Yeah, they look. They, I think they also call so them blobfish. Good. They're so good. Okay, so monkfish. Uh, it is. It is like the poor man's lobster, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it has a very similar taste. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of got like that, like um, like the it's te- like a it's like it's the like texture of shrimp, the taste of lobster, but lobster is the same. Lobster and most shellfish. All have the same texture to them. That meat, that bubbly meat. Right. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm not trying it to sound still it, make tastes, it sound nasty, but it has that sort of like fishy, like taste to it. Not but if it's you like prepare it right. But it's like rich. Okay, so the the, the good fish taste. So when you prefer monkfish, when you have it, when you get it raw, is like super slimy. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to clean it off, wash it off, prep it, dry it, and then you can put it in water to boil. Okay. Otherwise, it's gonna make everything taste like fish. Fantastic. So the Boy Scouts every year, well, up until like a year or two ago, we used to do a, a seafood boil uh-huh. for a fundraiser for scout camp. Like the council put it on. Oh, okay. And I always went there to help prep and like make food. And I I, ran, I was back in the dish room running the dishwashers and shit. So I, uh, they made monkfish too, like poor man's lobster. So yeah. I mean, it was good stuff. Oh, yeah. A lot of monkfish. Where do you even catch monkfish? In the ocean. 
Or you, oh, can, okay. or you can get it farm raised. Oh, okay. Just like most fish. You know there's a um, shrimp hatchery in Warsaw. You know that there's only one um, eel, like, produce, like, farmer in the USA. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? It's up in Maine. Here's a fun fact. We don't, we, to this day, scientists still don't know how eels reproduce. They don't have reproductive organs to get new eels. All the eels migrate down to the Bermuda Triangle and new eels come back. That's weird. I don't like that. Like all eels in the world? That's bizarre. Yep. Hmm. I don't like that at all. Well, I, okay. They might make that migration once. Right, 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 right. But th- that's where you got to think go. about it. Blue whales migrate from South Africa, South America, the bottom of the South America, all the way up to Alaska. Okay. And they go off of memory. Well, and then you also have salmon, which goes upstream. What is it? Every year, or is it every three years? I can't remember. I don't remember how long they take to ma- to mature, but salmon will go upstream, spawn, and then die. Yeah, I've gone salmon fishing. It's fun. Yeah? Have you ever ever fired the salmon cannon? Have you seen those? No. Is that where the tube that launches the salmon upstream? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. No. But uh, I used to go go salmon fishing up in north uh, by... uh, Oh, what was the name of that town? It's up north of Cadillac, Michigan. It's, uh, it's, It's like five, six hours from here. North. You've got like, um... Mackinac uh, Island up there. That's, that's too far north. This is like on the... I forget which way it is. I think it's like this. Mm-hmm. No. I think you're right. But it's more like this. Like it's a little more... I your think, thumb's a little like more this, in. Because this is eerie over here. I'm putting it in my hand. But it's like right up here. Oh, okay. So... And then this is Mackinac. Right, here. right. So it's like really... It's, it's pretty far up there on like Michigan. It's called Tippy Dam. Tippy Dam. Mm-hmm. Mm. I didn't yeah. know even have salmon like th- this area of the country. I guess it was I king salmon. It... Depends on what salmon you want to go for. Okay, I guess that makes sense. King salmon uh, are. I mean, they're huge. I've, I mean, they're like that long. Jesus. And they weigh like they weigh like forty pounds. Twenty twenty to forty pounds. This does not surprise me. <laughs> you could catch a carp out there for that much, but it would taste like shit. Yeah. It tastes like dirt. Because mm-hmm. they're bottom feeders. Right. They eat garbage. Yeah, but catfish are bottom feeders and they're delicious. Depends on where you get them. I love catfish. Farm raised are good. I love catfish. Because they're raised in a, in a closed environment with feed. I ate catfish straight out of the Ohio River and it was great. As long as it's not like the mommy or one of the rivers around yeah, here. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Most of the rivers around here dump like sewage water into their rivers. Mm-hmm. So that's, an that's o- cool. It's, that's an overflow. That's not intentional. That's when every, all storm drains like overflood. Yeah. That's when it dumps. It doesn't dump all the time. Yeah, I know. I know. So next question. Next question. <laughs> the next question is super boring. Do you want to skip it? How oh. often do you play sports? Pass. All right, we're passing on that one. <laughs> All right, speed uh, around. What what fictional place would you most like to go? Fuck. Um, 
Are we talking movies or video games? Anything. Oh, I would like to live in the universe from Ready Player One. That'd be pretty cool. Where you have everything in existence in it. In VR. But every that well in the book it, they describe that VR is like almost better, more realistic and detailed in life. Yeah, because they were living in like shit towns. Well, this is also in 2045. Right. So everything's like densely overpopulated. And they're laser and they're. It's not like a VR. Right. It's the next step where they laser. It's a super low laser imprinted on your eyes. Oh, okay. It's like it's like it's like. It's displaying it on your retinas. Interesting. So more like HoloLens, but like an upgraded version of it. Kinda, yeah. Okay, that'd be pretty cool. I'm Andron. saying, I'm saying, like it, it's immersive. Like you are the avatar. I would like to live as the avatar in that, so it's real life to me. You want to be Aang? In Ready Player One, you said the avatar. The. the Okay, so when you create a character, it's cons- they call it oh, an avatar. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, that's what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Yeah, all right. Fuck! I'm the last airbender, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'd walk around as Zang. I never watched it, so. You've never watched Last Airbender? Nope. I feel like we had this discussion, and I was equally as surprised. Yep. I'm still surprised that you haven't watched it. Do you see me running around just, all this time? Just watch it. Uh, is it on Netflix now? I think it is. E- yes, it's either on Netflix or I think, I'm Amazon. pretty sure it's on Netflix. Yeah, I'll start. I'll I'll start watching it. Watch it. Um, I would oh, like yeah. to go to some sort of Star Wars planet. Um, probably Narshada or Nah. See, like you think it would be cool to go to a, like a city that's like an entire planet, but then like Narshada sucks and there's crime everywhere. <laughs> so maybe like I feel like you would be good on. Maybe like Naboo would be really cool, but I then I could just like, go to Italy, which is what Naboo is based on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like woman. Dun, 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 dun. No, um. You feel like a woman? Yeah, it was a, it was a Shania Twain. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> um, what what planet would you be good on? I feel like you'd be good on the on those planets from Guardians of the Galaxy. Which one are you talking about? The one that they guard, the first movie. Are you talking the first planet they were on, where they were like running from the police? Yeah, where it's like modern yet still green. Okay, yeah, that yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That would be neat. Um, I don't know, like I love Star Wars, but I doubt I would last very long in the Star Wars universe. Why? Because I'm not very like. A lot of the Star Wars, the thing, the like undertones of Star Wars is that everything, everything sucks and that there's a bunch of crime everywhere and I'm just not very street smart in that way. But you could be like, you ever seen Firefly? No, No, I haven't seen it We talked about this the other day. Uh, You could be like the gunner on the ship, like just the hired gun, like Lucas. Sure, sure. Just protecting the freight on the cargo that's contraband. So you're telling me I if should be a spice runner? If you can't be the, if you can't beat it, join it. So just, I'll just be a spice runner. Like if you can't, if you can't avoid crime, just join the crime. Join the crime. I see. Okay. Uh, this for legal reasons. That was a joke. So I'm a cocaine dealer now. In this moment, it just appeared in my hand. In this moment, Riley, how much cocaine is my in my hand? 
enough. Good answer. All right, next question. What job would you be terrible at? <laughs> well, I could give you a list of about <laughs> six of them. <laughs> oh. Mm. I cannot sit behind a desk. Any kind of desk job. You know what's funny? I really can't either. I had a desk job. In fact, I've had a couple, and I was not very good at them. I'd be okay if I could not be there. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be okay behind a desk if I could not be behind my desk. I meant, like, all the time. Like, I'd be okay with, like, filling out paperwork for the first two hours in the morning. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. So... Like, I would get, like, antsy at my desk. Like, I would sit up, stand up, walk around, pace around. I, I, st- like I straight up like took a, my shoes off sometimes. I feel and, like I'd be a good supervisor in, like, a modern, like, like a like a tech company. Or, like, a video game company. And, like, I'd do the paperwork and the money to logistics and stuff in the morning. And then i go around and talk to the developers and, the, and team members and see how they're doing and what they need and try to... So, you're, like... A runner at a restaurant, except for a, like, for management. Just the. Or, like, a foreman. I would, ra- is more I would what rather have about. a boss that comes out and asks me how I'm doing and sees what he can do for me than a boss that sits behind his desk all day and then bitches when I don't get shit done. I used to call. Because a person who comes out to the field and understands what you're going through and sees it firsthand uh-huh. won't question what you're doing and how long it takes you to do something. Sure. I totally, I, mean, I 100% agree with you. So I'd rather, I'd rather be that guy to go out the field and check on guys and have guys like that I'm out there checking on them. Yeah, yeah, that's a better management style. Um, when I worked at USSI, um, I used to call one of the managers, like the vice president. I, so um, there's an operation in World War II where a bunch of, like, uh, allied uh, spies were trying to take down Hitler and it was operation man in high castle. And so I used to just call the vice president of that company, the man in high castle because it literally, he would sit in that office all day. And this dude was like straight up cowardly. If somebody started asking him a question, he'd walk faster away from them. I, I've been around guys. Like it's, it's the worst. Yeah. It's a it's a rough situation when your it's manager doesn't even try. To me that people think it's okay to do that. Like, and then they try to push production up. Like he does that sort of shit when people try to complain at him, and then he pushes production up when we were already at at and above capacity. Yeah, that's the other thing I don't get. It's like there's a line between being productive and getting stuff done efficiently. Yeah, and then there's overstepping that line and overworking people. Yep. And that was where they I'm like were a at. firm believer in yeah. You can get your work done. If you genuinely care about your employees and take time to get to them to know them mm-hmm. and understand their situation and be like, hey, I'm gonna be late or I want that real like I like the relationship like like I have now with my bosses like hey I'm gonna be a couple minutes behind it woke up late all right, cool. Yeah, no big problem. No big problem. Yeah, CMP is a lot like that, which because is nice. Life happens. Right, exactly. People and, who are understanding people, of that. And companies nowadays are so ingrained of you're 30 seconds late, you get a point. 
The point and, systems are so fucking dumb. And I, I agree with you 100%, but I sort of get it from those large companies' also, perspective, too, I'm there because too, there's like, a lot of shitheads. That'll do it just to do that'll it. That'll do it just to do it. And they'll then they'll just take that as their new in time, right? Like, And that happens at companies like where we work, where, like, you know, there's people at CMP who have taken advantage of that of the how generous they are. I think we know a couple, but um and then there's like but like at Walmart, man, if they were allowed to come in at eight oh five instead of eight, they'd come in at eight oh five every day. You know, and then they then they just push the envelope further, you know what I mean? Eight oh five, eight ten. Um but I don't really like being a part of those systems because I feel like I'm worth more than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't really need to be treated like a point system does. And like CMP like, has like been, I'm, yeah, C, CMP is a really good p- place. Yeah, to work. they they've been absolutely like there was one. I was like super super sick one week, like three weeks after I started at USSI. If I had missed three days, I would have been fired on my temp. Mm. So mm. even if I was sick or anything, they they just straight up would have fired me. That's crazy. It's nuts, dude. It's, it's some of the stuff around here is just nuts. It went from being the boss makes a dollar, I make a dime, to the boss makes three thousand dollars, I make a penny. It's it's getting that bad. Um, this is the reason why I won't buy anything from Chick Fil A because every, I've had tons of people point out to me. So you know the whole thing with Chick Fil A, right? Like their, their owner, their owner came out as anti LGBT, right? Mm-hmm. And people just kind of took it as Chick-fil-A being anti-LGBT. And so the company themselves put out a press release and said that we are not like that. That's just our owner. But at the end of the day, that owner takes away 75% of the profits of the company overall. Holy shit. So if you go to Chick-fil-A and spend $12 you are putting $9 in his pocket. There is no way that I can support that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like sure, the company doesn't support that, but you are, 75% of your profits do. 75%. That's not not even the worst. Not even the worst. Walton Brothers take, I think, 82% of all company profits from Walmart. Oh, that's outrageous. And they also have a 60% stake in Lowe's. So if you ever shop at Lowe's, same guys as Walmart. Well, it's like the, it's like the, the. We got to get off this topic because okay. I'm going to talk about it forever. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's do two more questions and we're done. Okay. When was the last time you climbed a tree? Literally Saturday. I was in that hammock. It's technically climbing a tree. Okay. I would say a couple of weeks ago when I set up a a miniature like kids version of a American Ninja Warrior course doing two trees. Oh yeah, I'm cool. Oh oh oh! It took me a minute to get there. It, but it was like a slack line with a whole bunch of like hooks on it. Yeah, and there was like ladders and all kinds of fun shit. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I want to be a kid. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. If you could turn any activity into an Olympic sport, what would you have a good chance at winning the medal for? For me? People pleasing. (laughs) (laughs) I literally don't have an answer for this because, like, I make my thing a jack of all trades because secretly I'm just not, like, super great at anything, but I'm pretty good at a bunch of stuff. 
I don't know. What do, what do you think I'm, I'd be good enough at? It's any activity, right? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you're you're genuinely good at staying on task with like managing and making sure production of like this mm-hmm. gets done the way it needs to get done. Okay. Like you're really yeah, good that's at like fair. not very good at uploading on time. I don't want to say micro sure, sure. I, I don't say micromanaging but like being meticulous with Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm very micromanaging with stuff. I, that's not that's why I said I didn't mean to say I don't mean it's I can't think of the word, but that's the closest thing. No, I know what you mean. Like, it's a director slash producer role. It's like, I'm not really, like, a director doesn't do the acting for you, but he tells you what what he's looking for out of a scene, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that's kind of what I do. I think if Trivia Night was an Olympic sport, I'd have a pretty fair shot at it. Like, bar Trivia Nights. as pretty good at them? uh, I just have a lot of random information, and I usually know answers randomly out of the blue. Bro, you know Wednesdays at six thirty they have cornhole. Where? Portside. Really? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about going here soon. Maybe I did know that. I don't know. Maybe I did. I That'd think I pointed it out to you when we went somewhere into town. I feel like you did. I wanted to join a trivia night. I think it'd be fun. But then I have too many girls that I've like went on one date with and then never saw <clears throat> excuse never, me. Never saw again. Never saw again that go to the trivia nights around here, so there's that. Go to Hop River. Yeah, that's one of them. Who cares, bud? Who cares? Um, my pride. Why? Riley, we're not doing therapy on the podcast. Why? <laughs> Why do I care? I don't really actually care all okay, that much. Okay, final question. Final question. I really don't care all that much. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. It was just funny. It's what is the most annoying habit that other people have? legitimately having no hobbies like if all you do it really it really bugs me if all somebody does is watch tv you said, you said a habit yeah or i'm with you there but i also am with you uh the the people who don't work nearly as much as they like don't work a whole lot but still get to go do all the fun shit oh like, right. how do they afford all that shit credit cards and and social programs like I'm I'm sure that's part of it, and I like I'm. Don't get me wrong, I'm for a lot of social programs, but I think we're at a certain place with ours where like the wrong people are getting it. Yeah, I get it. Because you see certain people, and they've got like all this like, either unemployment or all their bills are covered by. The thing that gets me sometimes is when you know somebody's like a shitty parent. And they make a ton in child support payments. Yes. That annoys me where it's like, mm, they'd probably be better off with their other parent, but they get paid like $1,200 a month or something like that. And you're like, okay, cool, I guess, whatever. Yeah, that gets on my nerves sometimes. Yeah, that was, that was the most annoying thing in school was showing up and like I'm working my ass. Like my parents work their ass off to get mm-hmm. us what we got. Mm-hmm. I'm watching guys that like their whole life is kind of shit. But, like, they're still rolling up in, like, Jordans, iPhones, pimped out to the max from going to the mall all the time. Yeah. yeah. Going and buying food all the time. I mean, there is a lot of old money around here, too. 
There no, is no, no. This is like obviously like when they went home, it was like bad. Weird. So you're talking the kind of people that like rock Jordans and have a nice car but live in a trailer. Essentially. Not okay. nothing against like trailers, but Yeah, like, yeah. I mean it's an affordable housing option, but there certainly is like a stereotype that comes with that sometimes. Yeah. You you pick your battles. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I mean like if if a car's more important to you, I suppose that makes sense, but like I don't know. I guess what we're talking about is like the stereotypical quote unquote trailer trash. Yeah. Sort of deal. Yeah, I get it. It's a little frustrating. I guess, like, I don't want to paint anybody in, like, a... In a bad I, light. I, I feel bad because it does kind of paint them in a bad light. But when you look at a perspective that be, both me and Riley have is, like, our parents didn't make a lot of money, and they did the absolute best they could, and there were just things that we couldn't afford. And then you see people who are in a very similar situation and should not be able to afford them. And somehow they get in these situations where they have all the things. Or they're, or they're worse off than us and still get to go do that fun shit. Yeah, yeah. And you just had to you had to put it off because you didn't make enough money. Like, I started my first job when I was 13. Like, that sort of thing, you know. Oh. It, it is it is annoying from our perspective because it's like, well, I've worked I think for... I was 15. I've worked for literally everything in my life mm-hmm. at this point. So have I. Uh, legitimately, the reason I didn't have a cell phone, partially because of rules... But, like, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 17 because my parents could not afford one. The only reason I had one, and it was just mainly text and limited call, was because my mom, and instead of doing, like, the car rider line at school, mm-hmm. we walked down towards my uncle's house, which was, like, 12 blocks away. Mm. And she'd call us after school and see where we're at to come pick us up. Along that route. That's a long walk. 12 blocks is quite a bit. It was 11, but still. Yeah, that's still quite a bit. It is, but it, it was a nice. It was a nice walk home. It took probably 30 minutes. Eh, it's probably not too bad when you get into, like, fall and spring. Probably rough in the winter, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But either she was usually waiting for us on the other side of the street after we mm. left school, or she was running late and... Met us down at my uncle's house. Sure, sure. That makes sense. That's pretty neat. You want to end it there? Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess we can end it there. Okay. I don't really have a whole lot extra. Um, is there is there any kind of like comments section on... Not really, especially since we don't have... Um, YouTube going out? YouTube going out right now. I know we had a couple people that were giving us pretty regular comments. Um... We'll, we'll ask around in our friend group for the guys that listen for our next podcast topic. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea because the last couple we just kind of been spitballing like, hey, let's talk about this. Like literally 20 and minutes I think, before we I, did this. I think that's okay in in some podcasts because I, I, did, I did actually kind of legitimately like earlier today had the idea of just winging it. Like I think yeah. it, I thought it would be kind of fun. Um, I just want some sort of. Like, yeah, and I guess like I'm specifically looking for some feedback of like. How deep do you want us to go? Because, like, if I'm if I'm opening deep. if I'm opening the door a little bit, like, I'm having a pretty rough time in my life right now, and so it's really kind of hard for me to talk about superficial topics. Or, like, I guess, like, it's not difficult to talk about once I'm in the conversation, but, like, coming up with superficial topics to talk about is kind of difficult for me. So, like, do you guys want to hear about, like, bigger stuff, like mental health issues or... 
I mean, if that's not something that would like really work for our podcast or you don't think it would work for our podcast, like I want to hear that too. But like how, how deep do you want us to go in sort of like, I mean, Sam can attest, like we can either talk about fun shit or we can talk about deep shit. Right. We can do literally anything. I'm the group quote unquote friend therapist that can get literally broke into it twice during this podcast, but I can get, I can get people to talk about their feelings. Sure. Sure. And I'm not necessarily just, I'm not necessarily saying like discussing feelings, but like the deep shit that matters. Yeah. Maybe like, um, talking about some like mental health issues and then there's going to be a lot more personal stories that go into that sort of thing. True. So yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just looking for feedback. Also, if you guys like, Go on to our socials, like on Facebook, Instagram, and stuff. Just like send DM us, us DMs. Like, it, I'd love to do a Q and A. I think that'd Absolutely. be I think that'd be a lot of fun mm-hmm. if we could get a bunch of questions just for like a Q and A for the podcast. That'd be pretty dope. I think our I think the podcast with Caleb definitely got the most views. Did it really? I looked at it on Apple, and it went from like plays of like slowly declining, and then there was Caleb's, and it went really. At least I, th- I think I looked at it right. I'm not sure. I've been tracking on Anchor, but I've always kind of wondered how accurate their analytics are. So we can look, We'll pull it up on iTunes on my computer. Yeah, we'll look at it here. But yeah, send us some ideas for topics. If you guys want to hear something, hear us talk about it, want an opinion on it. Or even if you don't want to hear it on this podcast and have an idea for other podcasts. Sure. Yeah, we can do that too. Um, I know we plan on having Caleb back at some point to discuss yeah. our outer space conspiracies, but I think that's or just probably... in general too, because right. I mean Caleb's fun to have. We definitely get more spitball ideas and more ADHD rabbit holes. Having three people with ADHD here is pure chaos for the intro. But it's ADHD pizza. That's true, and that makes it. It's the bread and butter, buddy. That is true. That is our bread and butter. You know what else is bread and butter? On top of Steve Jobs' head as a Disney princess. No? Are we not going out on that one? Oh, no, no. I thought you had something else to add on top of that. No, I got Steve nothing. Steve Jobs is a Disney princess. This is ADHD peep, peep, peepsa. 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 Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>